Welcome to Big SEC Guys. I'm your host, Daniel Poppy Southers, and this is my co-host, Tucker, the damn good dog, Compton. We are the Big SEC Guys. They're the Big SEC Guys. We're excited to welcome this week's special guest, Alex the Shark Brown. Listeners, we're back. Friday night pod. Your friendly neighborhood poppy, Daniel Southers here. My number one co-host, Tucker, the damn good dog Compton, uh, is out this week. He's at a wedding. So we're doing a little Friday night pod. And who better than to bring back one of our favorite recurring co-hosts, Alex the Shark Brown. Alex, how you doing? Doing fantastic. You know, no, no better night than a Friday night. Uh, weekend's here, and we got a lot of football, a lot of great games to discuss. Um, pleasure to be on uh, the, the top football podcast there is out there. Love it. Yes, yeah, certainly the most followers. I think uh, 100 daily unique listeners has got to be one of the the highest listened to podcasts in the industry. That's an excellent call out. Thank you. Um, of course. Let's dive right in, Alex. You, you know the drill. I mean, our, our folks here who listen to this podcast have heard Alex before. Alex is out. Alex is out in Vegas. He is a professional gambler. So who better to do a little Friday night betting pod with him? Let's start at the noon game, Alex. Alabama, Kentucky at Kentucky. What are you thinking here? Alabama giving eleven. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit tough. I think in the pat in this podcast, a couple times I've been on, we've gotten in trouble going against Alabama. Um, however, this is one I think uh, with the point spread. To be clear, I'll take the uh, the Wildcats. Um, I was waiting to hear if uh, Leary was going to be playing for Kentucky. Uh, looks like he is, um, and so um, I I tend to think K- Kentucky uh, manages to keep it close enough. Um, within certainly within 10 um you know they had kentucky lost pretty badly against missouri at home but they had three turnovers um you know it's never fun before to go against alabama but i just think uh you know at kentucky bama is somewhere in between you know as bad as people thought they might be relatively speaking four weeks into the year and as good as they are people think they are now after being on a winning streak so um i I will take the 11, I think it is. Um, I think it's moved between 11 and a half, 10 and a half, and I'll take it with Kentucky. I like it, Alex, taking the points. I'm going the other way. I think Bama's hot right now. I'm going to take Alabama giving 11. This is actually a uh, a bet I made out in uh, Two Kings Casino, Belmont, uh, North Carolina, Kings Mountain area. Very exciting. Alabama's, uh, they're hot right now, obviously. They just beat LSU. Uh, they beat Tennessee. And they beat Tennessee and LSU by more than 11. Um, that being said, both of those games were at home. So I acknowledge there's a they're going away here, going away to play Kentucky. But I think they keep the, sh- I think they keep the train rolling, and they, uh, they take this one. I like Alabama's defensive matchup against Kentucky's offense. I, I have not been impressed with Devin Leary holistically. So I think that Alabama defense is going to feast. I think they're going to find a way to stop Ray Davis. And then I think Kentucky's going to struggle to stop Jalen Milrow and that Alabama. One of my favorite offenses, run, run, deep pass, nothing else. No, inter- no intermediate passing game, no short-range passing game, just run, run, deep ball. 
Uh, so give me Nick Saban in this one. Love it. I'll have to get the uh, the details from you later about the uh, sports betting options in North Carolina now. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I like it. I mean, Alabama, I do think we'll probably have more than an 11 point lead at some point in the game, but, uh, you know, maybe a little backdoor for me. We'll see, but that'll be, I think a good one. One of the many good early window games. Love a good backdoor cover. I love that. Uh, let's take a deep dive into this one. We're obviously two passionate Gamecock graduates, fans, you name it. Vandy at South Carolina, kick us off, Alex, South Carolina, uh, at home. And we're giving 14 points, which feels like an awful lot to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, talk about a game that if we weren't South Carolina fans for just average college football or even SEC fan, you know, not, not very exciting. Um, two teams. I mean, the Gamecocks technically have bowl eligibility chances still, but by and large, not a lot of, not to play for, for either team. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I mean, you know, Vandy is, I think now one and, 10 and one and nine against the spread. So it's hard to have confidence in them, but at the same time, um, the Gamecocks have only beaten a team by more than 14 once. That was Furman. Um, now I will say Vandy's probably worse than everyone they've played, even including Jacksonville state last week. Um, however, I'll, I'll still, I'll still take the full 14. I mean, I think even the number I'm seeing is like gone on Vandy's side to 13 and a half. So it looks like, uh, you know, definitely no one's pushing it over 14. I will, uh, I'll, I'll make the Gamecocks prove that they can win by that much, even at home. Oh, so you're taking Vandy in the points? Yes, yes, Vandy, Vandy in the points. Vandy in the I'm points. right. Th- I'm right there with you. You nailed it. I, I like Vanderbilt plus 14. Um, Vanderbilt is in the midst of a a classic eight game <laughs> losing streak after starting out two and zero, which I think is hilarious. Um, yeah, they've been getting beat up the past couple weeks. They got killed by. Kentucky, Missouri, Florida, Georgia, Ole Miss, and then Auburn. Uh, none of those games were particularly close. But this is a game script game for me, listeners. I, I'll tell you what. I think South Carolina's passing defense is one of the worst in the country, and statistics would agree with me. I think we're like 124 out of 133 eligible teams. So that's really, really bad. And I like Vanderbilt's passing offense. I like the trio at receiver. I like the new quarterback, um, Seals. So I think. Uh, I think we're looking at, I think we're looking at a Vanderbilt cover. I think I, I think South Carolina wins this game. Anecdotally, I hope South Carolina wins this game. Um, and I'll tell you right now, listeners, if South Carolina doesn't win this game, we're going to. Uh, it's all but a guarantee we're going to fire our defensive coordinator, which will be a good thing. Shane Beamer could go on the hot seat, which I um, I think could potentially be a good thing. I, I do not think Shane Beamer's the guy that's going to bring success to South Carolina. Uh, I think we do. I, I think we need a new defensive coordinator. I think we need a new running backs coach. I think we need to figure out how to grab talent in the portal because um, our schedule next year is looking just as hard. And, um, you know, things aren't looking great for South Carolina, Alex. Is that fair? So, totally fair. I mean, I, it, you know, compared to say Muschamp, I'm not nearly as bearish. I, I still like want to be positive on, on um, Beamer, but you know, obviously at this point, it's uh, just seems like can't, you know, you have the stretches like last year, Clemson and being Clemson and Tennessee out of nowhere. And it's fantastic. But then you follow it up with a year like this. Um, I maybe not quite as bearish as you, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely harder to be positive um, at, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Beamer's 
really starting starting to become like one of the worst uh, press conference coaches in college football, which is really frustrating to watch. He he just has these tantrums. I'm like, you're not a child. Own you know, own own it. You're the head yeah, coach. He's, uh, Tyler from Spartanburg to call in. I oh guess my it's gosh. Like the, uh, the South Carolina coach that. is there. Clemson. That was so funny. Yeah, that was, uh, that was fantastic. A lot of conspiracy theories that that was a uh, Dabo plant, which is funny. So mm-hmm. I could, wouldn't be shocked by that too, I guess. Yeah. You heard it here first. All right. Tennessee, Missouri, number two game of the week. Number one game of the week, obviously, Georgia Ole Miss. Uh, Tennessee, Missouri, what are your thoughts, Alex? Yeah, I'll even say just from a competitive standpoint, I'll put this number one. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Georgia later, but I just think uh, Missouri, Tennessee, this should be a great game. Um, I'm actually saying it looks like the numbers ticked up a little bit in Tennessee's favor. Minus three is what I'm saying. Um, I, you know, it's one of those, I think it's just going to be a good game. I, 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 you know, wouldn't, uh, don't plan on really betting it that much either way, but, uh, you know, as far as, you know, taking a stand, having a little courage here on the pod, I will go, uh, with Missouri at home. Um, they've just been, uh, a surprisingly good team. I think that number is working away from me. Cause I think it was that one and a half earlier in the week and it's up to three. Obviously people like Tennessee, but, um, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Missouri with, uh, not that much confidence, but I think it'll be a very fun game to watch. Alex, ding, ding, ding. We'll do our, we'll finish out the pod with our SEC power rankings. And uh, I think Missouri's the, the third best team in the SEC. Fun fact. Um, yeah. I think, I think Missouri's good. I think they have a great, I think they have a lot of talent. Uh, e- Eli Drinkwitz has the most punchable face in college football, but he, uh, he's also been pretty solid this year. He's proved to be a good coach. But, you know, I love that quarterback, running back, receiver combo, Cook, Schrader, Burden. Burden got hurt against Georgia. If he doesn't get hurt against Georgia, I think that's a, I, I think that's really like a t- toss-up game. So I think that's proof Missouri is good, uh, and I think they take yeah. care of business against Tennessee. I think this is a game where Missouri's defense is going to cause enough pressure where Joe Milton will struggle a little bit, um, and we'll see if that Tennessee defense can contain that Missouri offense. And I don't think they can. So I like uh, I like Missouri in this one as well. Uh, I think this is a good like Missouri it. team. And I don't understand why Missouri is so much better than South Carolina. We recruit better than them. We have more regional talent than them. I just, I don't get it. I guess coaching is important. That's your takeaway, listener. Coaching is important. Hard to argue with that, yeah. I like we're on the same page, so we'll we'll see how that one shakes out, but it should be a fun one. Hard to argue with the stats. All right, we're flying through this. I love it. Then we can do a little, uh, after this, we can do uh, some of your best bets. I'll tell you some of my best bets from the casino, and then we'll uh, do some power rankings and maybe talk about a little survivor to finish off if that works. Let's go to the 4 o'clock game. Uh, Auburn, Arkansas at Arkansas. I'm so confused by this line, Alex. (laughs) Arkansas giving two points. Explain that to me. Yeah, you're confused. You think it should be Auburn being favored? Correct. Yeah, well, so, I mean, for some commentary, it's interesting. Last week, Arkansas got a lot of love at two and six last week at Florida. Um, that number, like, started at six. Arkansas getting six points in the swamp. Um, by game time, it was like plus three. Um, and it was like plus three. You're having to lay minus 115, minus 120. Um, I guess mostly attributable to the new offensive coordinator uh, with Arkansas. Um, I mean, I guess that was the logic is that that's what needed to be fixed. So uh worked out for them. They they won at Florida. Uh the people, the sharps that were out here betting them worked. 
Um, you know, and that, that's the logic why they're two and a half. I mean, um, obviously, yeah, you see a five and four team going against a three and six. Um, and you're kind of wondering what's going on. But then, you know, you look at Auburn and they beat Vandy as everyone has. Mississippi State at home. I mean, Cal on the road might be their best win. So uh, I get the line. I think it's um, it's a it's a tough one to bet. Um, but I will I'll lean, you know, the contrarian side and, and take Arkansas at home. Interesting. Yeah, we we saw the spark with the the move of offensive coordinator. They fired Dan Enos, their offensive coordinator, who anecdotally, I think he's like a historically a pretty good offensive coordinator. And they uh, they promoted from within for the rest of the season interim uh, Kenny Guyton, who's their wide receivers coach. Uh, ironically, he was the guy who replaced um, Justin Stepp when Justin Stepp left Arkansas to go to South Carolina to be the wide receivers coach in 2021. Um, and you're right, a little spark under Guyton. They went from, uh, I think they scored three points the week before at Mississippi State. Is that right? right. And then they uh, yeah. scored, what, 40, 39 against Florida? Yeah, it was one of those looking at the line last week where it's like another one that doesn't make sense and you see it coming in so heavily in Arkansas's favor. You're like, uh, maybe there's something going on. Maybe there's a reason to take Arkansas. So um, they, they did look better. I mean, Florida is not a you know powerhouse this year by any means, but um, but neither is Auburn. I mean, um, so yeah, I, I yeah, um, I, I agree. So that'll be that'll be another entertaining game, though. I think another one. I mean, as the numbers suggest, that'll be yeah, changes there. I think this is going to be a good game. I'm with you. Um, I, I like anecdotally. I like I like Arkansas's roster talent more than Auburn. But I just watched this Arkansas team, and I'm like, this team is terrible. That's sort of my <laughs> takeaway from watching them. They look soft on both lines of scrimmage. I've not been impressed with their defense. I haven't been impressed with their offense. I thought Raheem Rocket Sanders was going to be one of the best running backs in the country this year. He's been very pedestrian i mean just incredibly average i thought kj jefferson was going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the sec this year he has been very average so i don't I have a lot that. of faith yeah. in them. i mean i will say though like you look at their scores and it's like yeah they lost seven in a row but they went to lsu lost by three went to alabama lost by three so somehow i mean even with as bad as the offense was they you know they lost all these games but they're hanging in it so like I agree with you, but it's also like one of those where you look at it and you're like, yeah, I can kind of see where you're getting that number from as far as the spread. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I like Auburn in this one. The The reason is Auburn is in the midst of their classic Auburn Tigers roller coaster. So Auburn's going to win three in a row to start the season. They're going to promptly lose four in a row in that sort of meaty middle. And then they're in the process of, I think winning four in a row. And then they end the season with a nice loss to Alabama. Um, but that's going to be a classic roller coaster. Three wins, four losses, four wins, all, all in streaks. Uh, you know, I, I've joked about this before. Auburn still has not figured out the forward pass, but I like their rushing attack. I love Jarquez Hunter. Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford are both sneaky dual threat guys. I like Brian Batty. Um, they got some, they've got a dynamic rushing attack. And I like that Auburn defense led by Eugene Asante. I love Eugene Asante. I love Larry Nixon the third. Um, they got they got a good thing going on defense. They got Marcus Harris pressuring the quarterback, getting after the quarterback. Um, so I like Auburn taking care of business in this one, but that's a game I'm excited to watch. 
Love it. I love the pattern analysis there. Yeah, I didn't even know that. You're right. They won three, lost four, and maybe probably win four in a row here, maybe. Um, yeah, you know yeah. me. It's like uh, it's like the market. It's a cycle. It's just going to cycle up and down. I've no doubt. No it's all about the cycle. Uh, all right. Game of the week. Game of the week alert. Uh, Ole Miss at Georgia. Georgia giving 10 and a half. Talk to me, Alex. Yeah, I'll just uh, keep it simple on this and go Georgia. I mean, uh, bad against the spread because they're Georgia and they're getting big numbers. I think they're two and seven or two seven one against the spread. But uh, you know, it, Georgia at home is still uh, the cream of the crop. And like you know, we were talking about how good Missouri was, and I think Missouri got sixteen and a half going into last week. And I mean, granted they cover, so maybe that's why that number is only at ten. And a half. But to me, it's just like. It's not fun going against uh, Georgia at home and trying to hang on to points. Um, I definitely think Georgia wins, and so I just think uh, there's going to be more pressure on the cover on their. Like I, I think they get it done more likely than not. So, uh, so Georgia, no great football analysis, but that's just where I'm going. Alex, I'm with you, Georgia. Tuck, uh, Tuck, if you're listening, you're welcome. Tuck's thrilled. He's <laughs> let's fast forward in time. He's listening to this tomorrow morning and being like, "Wow, both the boys took Georgia." He's Tuck's proud of us listeners. Tuck's taken Georgia too. I haven't asked him, but we know, we know that's the case. Uh, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid, right? Great, great words to live by. Georgia at home, Georgia at home, still a great bet. I'll tell you about my all money line parlay in a second, but I've got Georgia winning this game. um, I I want to hear about that because it's good. Yeah, sorry to interject there, but I think it's a good week for some money line. Like oh yeah, yeah. I've got some juicy ones. I can't wait to share this with you and have you tell me either how dumb or how brilliant I am. So that's going to be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like Georgia's defense uh, here. Uh, Jackson Dart, Quinshot Judkins, Trey Harris, Jordan Watkins, Dayton Wade. That's sort of the attack for Ole Miss. And they've got the high-powered offense. They've got Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin knows what he's doing. Um, this is a good balanced offense, but... You know, Georgia's defense is the great equalizer. I like Georgia getting a lot of pressure um, on that Ole Miss offensive line that's been a little shaky as of late. So I see Georgia sort of wreaking havoc. I see Jackson Dart struggling a little bit. And then I see uh, I see Carson Beck and the boys taking care of business. You know, no Brock, no yeah. problem. Uh, I still think right now this season the best bet in sports. Alex, I've told you about this. I've taken the prop of Dejon Edwards anytime touchdown every week. It's hit every week but two. Um, that's, I mean, that's about as sure as a thing as you're going to get. I love Dejon Edwards. Uh, and then you've seen some of the other receivers on Georgia step up. Domin- Dominic Lovett, my favorite name in college football. Marcus Rosamy Jack Saint. Lad McConkey's back. Ra Ra Thomas was good. Uh, last week and then Oscar Delp Brock Bowers backup's been solid at tight end uh yeah so they've got Georgia's got the firepower I like Georgia at home let's keep it simple give me the Bulldogs call the dogs as they say um I like that I like Georgia taking care of business in their in their house love it yeah I'm with you we're on the same page there I like it. This one's juicy. Florida LSU. LSU giving 15 at LSU in Tiger Stadium, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, I'll kick us off. Once again, Alex, keep it simple, stupid. Here are my thoughts. My thoughts are Florida will not be able to stop LSU in this game. Florida's defense, not good. LSU's offense, very good. Okay, you're saying, but Daniel, LSU's defense is also not good. Correct. 
but Florida's offense is not very good. That's where that's where we see the key difference. Uh, I like the LSU aerial attack really going deep this week. I'm thinking LSU. Uh, I don't even know what the over under is, but bet the over. I've got LSU scoring. Uh, I'll call my shot. I've got LSU scoring 45 plus this game. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Florida is going to be able to keep up with that. This this to me looks like a 45-20 type football game that LSU wins and comfortably covers. What are your thoughts? I think uh, I could not have phrased it myself. I'm glad you let us off there uh, because yeah, I'm I'm with you. Keep it keep it simple, stupid, as you said. Um, yeah, I mean LSU's numbers are the best offense in the country. Um, I know you know Daniels went out with the concussion last game and that kind of the Bama game got away from them at the end um but Daniels is back and great offense home game night game um in Baton Rouge and then yeah it's your kind of I think to what you were talking about there Florida just has uh been very mediocre uh probably putting it charitably I mean they're they're big win well they did beat Tennessee at home but probably their big dramatic win was pulling out the win in Columbia a few weeks ago, which, um, you know, <laughs> not that big of a deal to beat the Gamecocks this year. So, yeah, yeah full, LSU at home, I mean, the number is one of those where maybe Florida keeps it like a backdoor type thing. But, yeah, that, I'm going to just go with the best offense in the country at home, 14 and a half. I'm with you. I, uh, I've been doing this thing called the South Carolina Index, where I think about the teams that have played South Carolina to determine if they're good or bad. So I think Florida's bad. Uh, Florida yeah. beat South Carolina. South Carolina should have beaten Florida. We went into like we were up ten with what four minutes left and totally just choked. Um, yeah, but like I, I think South Carolina's better than Florida, and I think South Carolina's really bad. So this feels like a comfortable LSU cover to me. Love it. All right. Love it, yeah. Last but not least, Mississippi State versus Texas A and M at Texas A and M. We got a nice little spread there. Texas A&M giving 17 and a half, Alex. Give it to me. Yeah, another – well, this is kind of a, a bit of an ugly game. I'm, I'm not exactly sure who's going to be playing in it. I know, like, Texas A&M, I think their QB Johnson is going to play, but he's banged up, so there's yeah. some concern there. And I think Elijah Stewart may or may not be playing. Mississippi State, a little bit the same deal. I think um, Rodgers, their QB, is – is still out, but granted, they've been playing. Yeah, with other it's been guys. uh, it's been Mike Wright, right? Hasn't he been the guy? Yeah, and which, so at this point, that's kind of is their QB. Um, so I, I will lean with Mississippi State, take the points, just with um the uncertainty with A and M. A and M's a team I think is still, you know, they're classically underperforming. Uh, they're they're a pretty good team. Um, you know, all their SEC games have been at least within a touchdown, but they always seem to get on the, the wrong end of things. And even like a game they dominated, like against Auburn, um, they only won by 17, even though they, they like doubled them up in yardage. So um, for me, I'll, def- I'll definitely take the big number. Um, uh, if anything, I feel like this is one that should be like 14 and a half. And then the one, the game we just talked about starting at the same time, LSU could have been more like 17 and a half. Um, yeah. So I will, I'll, I'll take the That's, I think some places even 18 with Mississippi State. That's why he's a professional, folks. That's that's good old-fashioned spread analysis. Um, I couldn't agree more. Texas A&M doesn't blow people out. They don't have that thing. Um, yeah. Even when they win in the SEC, it's they win close. So uh, I like Mississippi State. That's just a bunch of points against the Texas A&M team that I don't think has the capacity to really blow someone out. So give me the points. Uh, Mississippi State figures it out. Texas A&M definitely wins. Mississippi State is definitively going to lose, but uh, 
I think they're going to lose by less than let's call it 18. Yeah. Love it. I, I like how we're on mostly on the same page, I think outside of uh, Kentucky Bama and Auburn, Arkansas. So great yeah, I like it. I like it. We got some similarities. And now time for a quick commercial break. This podcast is actually sponsored by The Cottage Shop, the premier wedding shop in Savannah, Georgia, and your one-stop shop for wedding registry, fine china, calligraphy, and custom invitation design. The Cottage Shop, where weddings happen. Uh, Let's do a quick SEC power rankings. Let's go shot for shot. Uh, I'll I'll start. Let's uh, let's start at the bottom. How about that? Shot for shot at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, like okay, very nice. Uh, my fourteen Vanderbilt worst team in the SEC. Yeah, I feel like SEC. Well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but the the very top and the very bottom are easy. I mean, certainly the very bottom's easy. So yeah, it's Bandy as well. I agree. I like it. Uh, my thirteen Mississippi State. Oh man, um, yeah, I'm trying to think here. Um, don't you dare say South Carolina. No, I well, I actually was gonna just. I, I still thought Auburn's still very much struggling this year. No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go Mississippi State as well for 13. All right, all right. Uh, 12. My 12, Arkansas. I, I'm I'm gonna go Gamecocks now. I do think the Gamecocks. Oh. Obviously, we beat Mississippi State at home, but to the points I talked about, like Gamecocks would have lost at LSU and at Bama by way more than three points. Like. Oh, I'm heartbroken. Uh, yeah. I already forgot where I'm at. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's change up the style because I've I've already I'm already confusing myself. All right, I'm gonna go. For, I'll, I'll just tell you mine. You tell me yours. Uh, uh, 14 Vanderbilt for me. 13 Mississippi State. 12 Arkansas. 11 South Carolina. 10 Florida. 9 Auburn. 8 Texas A&M. 7 Kentucky. 6 Tennessee. Five LSU, four Ole Miss, three Missouri, two Alabama, one Georgia. Nailed it. I was trying to run that down in my head. That's perfect. Yeah, I think uh, I think I followed it all quick. I mean, I, I largely agree with you. Obviously, had South Carolina further down. I had Florida. I would have them eleven. Same thing. Arkansas, I guess, marginally higher. I just uh, I kind of have a little bit more faith in them. I guess we'll see with Arkansas, Auburn, who's a little bit higher because I kind of. Would have each of them intertwined right above Florida, ten and nine. Um, then you get towards the top half of the league. Um, that's where it gets tougher. I probably still put I'll put Kentucky number eight just because they're like good at home and tough defensively, but I still think they're just not the same talent of the rest of everyone else. Um, seven. Uh, I don't know, seven or six. Like Mississippi and Texas A and M just played each other last week and. It was a close game. Ole Miss won at home, but I, I still kind of think, like, despite the record, I'll go Mississippi. I'm forgetting my numbers, but I'll put Mississippi still right below AM. AM, even though I'm always way too high on them, then I should be one ahead of Mississippi. Nice. Then I'll go, uh, I guess I took Missouri over Tennessee. So I'll go Tennessee, then Missouri. Then third, I still have a ton of face in LSU. I just love their offense as, as bad as their defense has been. So I have LSU higher. Um, maybe incorrectly so, and then yeah, Bama, then Georgia. I think that's what you said. So, nice. Bama, Georgia, clearly that's going to be the title game. Hard to go away from that. Um, but yeah, so I think we're we're largely mixing and matching a few there, but on the same page. I like it. So we've both got Alabama, Georgia, SEC championship, probably with Georgia winning. Is that fair? Yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. I like it. All right. I just saw this on Instagram, so I want to play this game in the moment. Listeners, you're going to love this. Uh, this is from 
some sports Instagram that just popped up on my feed. Alex, we'll go we'll go shot for shot for this one. Or actually, you know what? No, let's uh, let's think through this and let's uh, let's each decide our s. All right, so SEC only. You get to start a college football program from scratch, right? SEC only. Okay. Uh, and you can do past or present coaches. So any coach, past or present, any player, past or present. Uh, so I'm going to start with coach. This is a little bit of a hot take, but he's won back-to-back national championships. So give me uh, give me Kirby Smart as my coach. Who's your SEC coach going to be? New program starting from scratch. In this, if I heard you correctly, this is just any, just not just current coaches, any coach ever. Yeah, but or it's got to be SEC. Okay, it's someone that's coached in the SEC. Okay, gotcha. Yep, exactly um, right. Okay, uh, trying to think of a good one. Um, I mean, you know, uh, just throwing this out there. Nick Nick Saban's available. Yeah, I mean Nick Saban, but like Bear Bryant too, right? If you're taking anyone, but that's kind of like really old school. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Nick Nick Saban. I won't get too tricky. Keep it simple. Nick. Nick. All right, I like it. You. All right, we'll do this like a fantasy football draft. I have Kirby Smart. You have Nick Saban. All right, uh, next one. You can go first. We'll do it. We'll do it fair. You can go first on this one. Who's your quarterback going to be? I feel like just because I watched the the Netflix about him that I have in my head, but I'll, I'll say Tim Tebow. I know it's kind of a generic uh, answer, oh, but oh boy! I so I like the Tim Tebow. I'm actually I'm just pulling up some notes so I can so we'll compare our teams at the end. I've got Kirby Smart coach. You've got Nick, and you've just taken Tim Tebow at quarterback. All right, I'm going to take Cam Newton. Wow, nice. Can you imagine four years of Cam Newton? I mean, he had one year, and he was so dominant. Oh, my gosh. I forget he only had one year. You're right. Yeah, because that was when we were still in school. That was that was when we played them, yeah. That I like it. That's a good pick, four years of Cam Newton. Yeah, that was insane. All right, so next one, offensive skill position player. Uh, okay. Um, so we're thinking a skill position, skill position player. You can have any of all time. There are so many yeah, good exactly. options. There are so many good options. I get the first pick here, which is important. Um, I There are really two guys I thought about with this one, and I'm going to go. This is going to be my first. This is going to be my first old school. Give me Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. That's, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Old school. I mean, it, it, it's such a it's not hard to choose. Um, so my back, okay, there, but like but I, I've got, it. I've got Kirby smart. We're running the read option and you've got Cam Newton and Herschel Walker. That's tough. To, that's gonna be tough to stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, um, I agree with you. I think like for me, my mind goes to like, if I could take like the team that has the best combined skill, uh, like I, I got to go to the LSU We are they won the national championship, right? Like Burrow, Chase, right, you, can only, you can only have one. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'm just giving that for some clarity because I think I'm going to say J- Justin Jefferson because he's such a freak. Uh, um, and obviously, like that's him. like recent. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So my if I if I didn't take Herschel Walker, the other person I immediately thought of wasn't Justin Jefferson. It was Jamar Chase. Yeah, right. I mean, that's why I think about the LSU offense because, like, 
Uh, even Edwards Alaire was is still a decent running back, but yeah, you have Chase and Jefferson, you can't hardly go wrong with either of those. So, yeah, I think we're both on the same page, you know, can't be wrong there. Unbelievable. I mean, Alabama's had some nasty receivers in recent years too, but it's it's just hard to choose. Oh, yeah, I mean, I I thought about Devonta Smith too, like he was so dominant in that Heisman winning season. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, sure, all right, Alex, you go first, defensive skill position players. One player. <laughs> well, I mean, this will be biased being a Gamecock, and I was at the bowl game where he had the hit, but I'll just say Clowney. I'm so devastated. Is that, was that your pick? That was my pick. All right, you're going to have to give me a second to think now. Yeah, um, yeah, I really put you on the spot there. Man. Man, I hate that you did that. Gosh, I wanted <laughs> Clowney so bad. Um, That's why you got in against first. That's the obvious answer, folks. The obvious answer is Jadavian Clowney. Um, man, I keep going back to this guy. I he was so good in college. I don't. This might be, this might be my downfall. But I, Eric Berry, Tennessee. Remember him? He was like the best yeah, I've ever seen in college. I feel like. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. That's I I barely remember the name, but I do remember he was good. I was trying to think if there like any other good ones that I'm just not thinking of. Um, Cause you're right. Like I, I want to go to like a defensive lineman, but I'm sure there's some like amazing sec defensive lineman from back in the day that I just can't think of. Yeah. I mean, I realized just even watching NFL games, like it's very like, and if even if you pay attention to it, it's hard to like have one defensive player that always sticks out. Do you know that's like really a game changer? So it's, it's a much harder question than offense, obviously for the average person. Yeah. Oh, this is a this is a recent one I just thought of that I hadn't thought of before. Uh, but he wasn't that great in college, but he's absolutely incredible in the NFL. Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrett's an absolute beast. Um, he's nasty. In the NFL, um, it's really fun to see the guys. Like, yeah, I would put Garrett in the NFL too. Max Crosby, who played at apparently like Eastern Michigan, he's he's ridiculous. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, you're right. Miles Garrett's a easy choice. Oh, and then, I mean, honestly, Garrett's a lot better than Clowney NFL, clearly. Oh, uh, you know what? I I, th- I think we missed somebody. <laughs> I'm sure we missed a lot. Uh, uh, yeah. I did a quick Google just to see what was going on. Uh, Reggie White went yeah, to Tennessee. One of the greatest of all time. One of the greatest um, of all time, no doubt. Oh, man. Sorry, Reggie White. I, I got to take Eric Berry because I already chose him. But uh, if I ever do this again, I can't get Clowney. I get to be Reggie White. Um, all right. And then I think it's uh, my turn. So, and then you get to pick your SEC school. That's an easy one for me, Georgia. So, not picking Gamecocks that we got, you were picking it just a program to be. If we're, yeah, we're building so a program from scratch. So, my, th- my theory is Georgia is the easiest school in the SEC to recruit to. A lot of gotcha. in state talent and no in state competition. I'll just keep it consistent since you went smart in Georgia. I'll go Saban and I'll say Alabama. All right, folks, let us know. Let us know what you think. My team, Kirby Smart, head coach, quarterback, Cam Newton, Herschel Walker, offensive star, Eric Berry, defensive star, and University of Georgia versus Nick Saban, Tim Tebow, Justin Jefferson, Jadavion Clowney, Alabama. I think that's an absolute dogfight of a football game, Alex. That that would be a dogfight for sure. That would be some incredible talent out there, no doubt. Uh, that was awesome. I'm glad we played that.
All right. Next, we're almost done here, folks. Thanks for thanks for bearing with us. This is going to be a quick episode. Alex, let me read you my uh, my parlays from the casino. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, I would love to hear it. All right. So this first one is all money line. And I took teams that I thought were basically like what I call quote unquote sure things. So uh-huh. I've got uh, I've got Alabama to beat Kentucky. They just have to win. Yeah. I've got Tulane beating Tulsa. Tulane's awesome. Tulsa's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I've got James Madison, who's undefeated, beating Connecticut. Connecticut's one of the worst teams in football. I've got Florida State beating Miami. I've got Georgia beating All Miss. I've got Texas A&M beating Mississippi State. And I've got Oregon beating Southern Cal. What are your thoughts? But yeah, overall, I like it. All right. I love it. All right. My other one. Tell me what your thoughts are from an NFL perspective. You you were also you're ebbing and flowing there, going a little in and out. So hopefully, hopefully it, it, it sounds a little clearer in, in final edit. Um, just FYI. the next one I did an NFL and I thought, let me just take a bunch of favorites at home. So I've got uh, I've got the Ravens beating the Browns. I've got the Bengals beating the Texans, and I've got the Bills beating the Broncos. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. So this well, it, I'm a little like. NFL is always to take money line parlays. Um, even with my experience in Survivor, uh, I know it can be it can be tricky a lot of times when you don't think it is. So, uh, I the because in in fact this week like the Bengals will be the most common pick in the Survivor out here. I may pick them, but I think it's like a little bit risky. Like I'm still waiting to hear about. I mean, apparently T Higgins and Chase are both banged up. Oh, um, so I'm almost trying to convince if I should be off of that one or not. Um, you know, Bills at home, I do think they win and probably cover. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the Ravens have been so dominant. Um, it's hard to go against them at the same time. Like the Browns defense has been amazing. Like, yes, I think the Ravens win, but uh, long-winded way of saying that I would just caution uh, big NFL money line parlay. It's, it's very hard to do. Cowboys will be like, like honestly, just go put all your all your money, put your house on the Cowboys winning rather than even messing around. I think picking two or three others. Oh, who are the Cowboys playing? Uh, the Giants with Danny DeVito. Oh my gosh! Not, yeah, you might as well be. Uh, what's his name? Tommy DeVito. Last there you time. go, folks. Collect as much money, <laughs> Danny DeVito, the actor. Collect. Yeah. <laughs> Collect as much money as you can and put it on the Cowboys money line if you can even find a money line for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can. It's going to be like, I don't, it's not going to be as bad as some of the college games. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, uh, it, it's tough, tougher than you like most. I mean, sometimes all, all favorites come out, of course, but it's, it's, it's a tough game. I like to do my money line parlays with what you talked about, especially with college games. Nice. All right, you're going to like this one. My father-in-law was talking me into do an underdog parlay. So I've got three dogs here to win straight up. You're going to like this payout. Um, I've got App State to beat Georgia State straight up. I've got yeah. Colorado to beat Arizona straight up. And then I've got my Duke Blue Devils baby to beat North Carolina straight up. Uh I, I like the first one. Love the first one of App State. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'll just say, I, I, I don't really, to put it gently, don't, don't love the other two. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, you're talking, you're talking money line. Yes, it's on money line. It's $20 to win 1500 Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I think uh, that it's a great payout. Um, I think I mean Colorado's at home, but like they have been bad. I mean they snuck out of cover against Oregon State and UCLA, but like they've not not been very good. Um, Arizona has been covering like six straight, and they've been really good. I mean they they crushed UCLA at home. But hey, I mean that that one maybe more so than the other one, just because you do get a home dog. Home dog, you never know what could happen. Um, Duke, I don't know. Are they still? I think they're still even on their third string QB, right? I don't know if Beelin's playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're so they're playing um, their third stringer, but I like Duke's. I like Duke as a more physical team than North Carolina. I think you're going to out physical them. Keep in mind, it's also plus five hundred. So like it's they're not supposed to win but i think they well, could right. win. of course no that's a good point like yeah you're, you're you're putting yourself out on a limb anytime you're taking um you know 10 point fit underdog so that i i appreciate the balls it takes to say it because I, I don't think i'd i have it in me but uh but yeah i you know you never know rivalry game that could get really close i like it all right my last bet at the casino south carolina i took south carolina money line i bet 25 dollars to win Drum roll, please. Four dollars and ten cents. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, I think that's uh, Brilliant. that's, that's probable. Like of, yeah, a free cheeseburger at McDonald's on the house. That's right. That's right. I really think South Carolina could lose too, which is why I put this bet in. And was like, this is so stupid. Win four dollars if they win, and they're they could honestly like. I think it's fifty fifty. They lose. Such a dumb bet, but had to do it. You, you you can keep you'll have to keep the ticket if they if they lose that way you, you can just show it as proof. <laughs> have the ticket just to air out my grievances. That'll be good. Uh, all right, Alex, finish us off. Give us your uh, give us maybe your two best college football bets this week, and then give us your two best survivor picks this week. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Well, uh, let, let me give a little. I think last time I was on, I gave a state of Michigan parlay. Um, Love it. It came in two of three. Quite a hit. You know, the last one lost by a field goal. This time, giving the fans, uh, let me give them two Mountain West games. Nice. Um, one, one goes off. Uh, actually, this might not be helpful for the viewers because it goes off in forty-five minutes. But it's a little bit of a late-night special. We got UNLV Wyoming uh, tipping off just before eleven o'clock East Coast time. So if you're at the bars in Charlotte, Savannah, wherever you might be, you can close out the bars watching this one. Probably won't end until uh, let's say. Coast time. Um, so Who are fun, you taking? Fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm bearing the lead here. I'm taking oh, Wyoming. <laughs> um, okay, nice. Uh, go, going Wyoming. Um, they That number has actually moved this morning down to three. UNLV has been great, winning and great against the spread. But Wyoming, um, like a lot of metri- metrics, just have them higher. And uh, just the way that number is moving, I like Wyoming to cover uh, and ideally win in that matchup. So uh, Mountain West tonight, like that one. And then one of the late last college games tomorrow night. Um, they're actually favored, but it's a bit of a contrarian pick. San Jose State against Fresno State. Um, if you heard enough of my picks, a lot of times I'll go to the contrarian side. I am on San Jose State. Take the four and five team favored at home against the eight and one team. Um, nice. You know, if you look at San Jose State, they've actually like they've been really good the last few weeks, and they they're hot they played, right now. Yeah, they're hot right now, and they played a lot of tough Pac-12 teams to start the year. Um, relative to Fresno State, which is uh, just not like it's it's kind of just looking at the numbers, and it's kind of like everyone will be on Fresno State getting two and a half, um, but it, the the way to go is San Jose State. So that that's it. Take a little Mountain West winners. I know a lot of people on the East Coast don't feel as much. 
but a little uh, San Jose State, Wyoming. I love it. I love it. All right. There you go, folks. A little Mountain West parlay for you. Two-teamer. Make some money. I love that. Uh, who are the two survivor picks this week? Are you still yeah. in the survivor? Are you still in the big one? Yeah, so I have I have two in the big one. Um, nice. And I will add with the one out here, they, they took two games, and that makes my decision in the one out here a little bit different than for uh, your standard survivor contest. Um, if you have the Cowboys available in a standard contest, it's it's a no brainer. Like I was saying, you get, I mean, okay, Dallas, it's a yeah. seventeen and a half. It's as close to a gimme. As you want to get, if somehow the Cowboys lose, and I, I would expect to get a lot of grief as I should, but there's that's that's just a gimme. <laughs> um, the second one is where it gets a whole lot more interesting. If you have the Bills, I'm with you. There would be my second. A lot of people may not have the Bills, um, and the Bengals will be the most common pick. Which uh, I like. I think the Bengals win, but I, I, it's a little bit dicey for me. So and CJ um, Stroud's been awesome for the Texans. So that's yeah, I think. Exactly. I think they did say Nico Collins is out too, but like if Chase and Higgins aren't at full strength as well as Burrow looks now, it just that one gets dicey. So anyway, if you have it available, take Cowboys. If not, go Bills. And uh, then, then, then if not, I mean, if you only have the Bengals of those three, then probably Bengals. But um, you know, it gets a little bit more dicey um, from there. I think like uh, 49ers, you could look at it as well. But anyway, we'll go Bills and we'll go uh, Cowboys, and hopefully you still have those available. There you go, folks. If you're still in a Survivor League and you're listening, Cowboys and Bills. Alex, I think we absolutely nailed it. Before the episode, we talked about trying to do this in 45 minutes. We are exactly at the 45-minute mark. Brilliant. A lot of content there. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. A lot of, a lot of jam packed content. That's a good 45 minutes. Uh, Alex, I'm feeling good until next time. Thanks for joining. Thanks for stepping in here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. All right, Papa. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of big SEC guys. We are now on Apple podcast and Spotify podcast. Please follow like subscribe and leave a review if you've enjoyed the show.